0: Hey, hey, welcome
1: to episode 21, yes, the one where we come of age, of Tech Vines. Um, I'm your host for night, Colin Gallagher, and as usual, I am joined by my cohorts in wine and tech, Scott Delandy on the East Coast.
0: Hey,
1: 21. Yep. Yay. And Melissa, and Melissa Grinney-Green from the Great Pacific Northwest.
0: Hello, hello, hello.
1: And I'm Colin Gallagher, actually joining you from San Francisco today, a little sojourn back west for a bit. From the Um, remote location. Yes, from the remote location. On the road, yes. Yes. Closer to the the vineyards. Um, Well, thanks for tuning in for this episode. Um, If you didn't watch last week's episode, first of all, shame on you. Um, (laughs) Second of all, our topic for tonight is jealousy. Jealousy. On the tech side, we instantiate that as the tech that people, um, that you have that people want. So what are the things people always ask you about? Where did you get that? Oh, that's so cool, etc. And on the wine side, it's the wine that you love and refuse to share that people would like to have and you saying no to or you keep yourself and hide from them. Um, So, cool. So, on that front, as usual, let's start off with what we are drinking. Uh, Scott, since you've probably been drinking the longest today, (laughs) why don't we go with you?
2: Well, yeah, I have the the East Coast Advantage going for me. So, um, actually, not that much. I'm about a half a bottle through, so um, not as as far as where I, I usually am. But, so, I decided... You know, I don't know if this would make anybody jealous, but I figured this would be something that I would do just from a kind of a self-indulgence perspective, mm-hmm. right? So I've been on this this kick because I never really drank a lot of Pinot Noirs in the past, and so I've been starting to drink those, and I'm I'm still kind of looking for my bottle, right? What's the what's going to be the go-to bottle that I will move into inventory? So I'm just kind of trying all this random stuff. So I guess it's an indulgence from the perspective that. I can go and I can try it, and it's not like I have to worry about what anybody else thinks other than myself, because I'm really the only one that's going to end up drinking it, right? So I found this uh, this this Pinot Noir. It's from Central Coast, and the label on the bottle is called the the fo- the folly of the beast. Folly of the beast. I'm sorry, I keep saying folly. The folly of the beast, which I'm sure. You guys remember where that line comes from, right? That's right out of the uh, the, the book Moby Dick, right? For there is no fo- folly of the beast of the earth that is not infinitely outdone by the madness of men. I said, okay, I can work that in and sound smart for the podcast because I'm sure Colin's going to come up with something a little bit better. So that's that's what I went with. Um, it's really good. Um, it was I think about 15 bucks, so it had a had a really nice. Um, price point on it. Um, definitely has the flavor of black cherry. Um, and it's a, it's a good pick. It's got a fun label on the front, so it's a little bit of a whale tail. And uh, um, it's a sustainable winery, so it kind of checked all the boxes in terms of the things that we, we kind of look for when we're trying to pick our wines. And again, just a Pinot Noir, just to kind of try and sample a couple of other uh, bottles and labels to see you know what's the one that's going to be kind of the go-to because I still
1: don't have one yet. Cool. And Melissa, what are you partaking of tonight?
0: So yeah, I I kind of took the jealousy thing to heart. Um, originally, the wine that I hoard for myself is Dariush, but I think we've already yeah. had that one on the podcast. So so I wanted something a little different. There's a person I stock online that we all three know, I believe, named John Hyde who often posts these fancy wines to food and booze geeks. And I'm like, every time I see them, I'm like, I should probably try one. So I'm trying one tonight. Uh, Janata. And it's a 2009 red blend that's pretty Cab-Bronk heavy.
2: 2009, not 19.
0: 2009, yes. 2009, wow. And it is amazing. (laughs) so so it was a good choice and I'm glad I tried it it's a little on the expensive side but if it, you're hoarding it for yourself special occasions and and whatnot that's okay um ran up around what 120 something a bottle so um so yeah but it's it's got this wonderfully delicious smoky fruity flavor and and I'm digging it nice
1: you got me beat <laughs> Cool. Yeah, you have to send you have to send it to me because I definitely want to try that. Sounds interesting.
0: We'll do. We'll do.
1: So I also went a little different. Um, you know, one of the one of the ones I, um, generally hoard, um, is silver oak. But we talked about silver oak last week, so I figured I couldn't just drink silver oak last week, even though I didn't have any. Um, so I decided to go silver oak adjacent. Um, and I have a toomey. If you, have you guys heard of toomey? <gasps> yes. Yes. Tumi is um, an offshoot by the founders of Silver Oak um, to do sort of more uh, what well, they call it vineyard focus wines, but you know sort of different wines that you wouldn't have to expect from you know things other than cab, basically, right? Things other than cab was in. Um And so this is a Tumi Merlot, um, a 2010 um a very classic merlot and by the way i'm all on for bringing merlot back i mean i'm glad it's starting to come back fucking sideways um, yes because <laughs> um, um, it is a great fucking grape um and so yeah so they do some great pinots they do some great merlots they do some whites as well which i actually i've tried them as well tried them at the, at the tasting room um but yeah they're they're fantastic um Um, they are, like I said, they're just great. They're, they're small batches, really well done. Um, and you know, as good as a silver oak in a lot of cases, but with about half the price. So this one, this one is only 60, 60 some odd dollars. Whereas, you know, a silver oak would be in your price range, Melissa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that this is in my price range. It's (laughs) it's in my price range tonight. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the other, the other one that I would have done, the, the one I super secretly hoard and I'm out of and I need to get again. Um, is called dr stevens
0: ooh, um,
1: and you can only get it at the vineyard or in their wine club they make amazing amazing cabs um and again they range somewhere from in the you know the 60 to 90 dollars a bottle um and they are just freaking fantastic but again you have to um uh, you have to either order them specially, or, or um, so I haven't done that yet. But that's what that's the super secret one, and I'm, and I'm all out of them because my brothers, when they come, they drink them. Like, oh. Even though, even though like, I have hid them in various places in the house, and my brother finds them. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, but anyhow, so um, so I didn't have any of that on hand, and I couldn't find any here, so I decided to, to um, to go with the Tumi because it is a fantastic wine, and it's definitely worth hoarding.
2: Well, you guys nice. both definitely made me feel jealous because I feel like I'm drinking a PBR over here, and you guys—you are... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. definitely went higher end than me. But that's been my thing lately: is I'm trying to find, you know, bottles that are in the fifteen to twenty dollar range. Because you know, if you get the stuff that's you know fifty, sixty dollars plus, you know, you know, generally speaking, you're you're not going to be disappointed. Pointed. Yeah, um, but when you get to the lower price points, it's it's a little harder. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of variety there. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of variety. There's a lot of variation, yeah. and you got to kind of know, you know, what yeah. it is that you like. And and like anything, it's it's kind of trial and error to try and find, you know, mm-hmm. what is that? What's that? What's that one? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but hey, there's worse things to do, right? Than go out and buy, you know, five bottles out of whack and, you know, mm-hmm. sample them. So. Yep. Um, <laughs>
0: I actually found two really good Washington um wines in that price point this week. One's called Sunplot number no. 37 mm-hmm. and then the other one's called Blackboard. Wow. And both of them were an adventure and Blackboard actually included like the tasting notes on the back in like Ooh. chalk writing, which was oh, really that's cute. cool. Oh, that's totally cool. <laughs> so so the both are right up your alley and both are Washington wines, so you should give okay. them a shot.
2: Well, I I picked up um I'm writing it down right now. Um, I picked up some more of the uh, the Velvet Devil, so I got a couple more bottles of that because I thought that was pretty good.
0: Oh yeah, and, I love yeah, the Velvet Devil.
2: Yeah, that's a that's solid wine. So um, um,
1: and that's a Merlot, so um, you know it was, it was pretty good. So I got I got some oh. more of that. Yeah, so I'm excited because one of the reasons I'm out here is I'm picking up my wine clubs that have been building up since um, COVID started.
0: How are you getting and, in them home?
1: Uh, <laughs> I ha- well I have a wine suitcase. <laughs> <gasps> um, you've got to link me to that yeah, okay uh, which, which <laughs> you I'm have sure. to you, you have to snap a picture of that okay, we, okay I gotta I gotta see what a wine suitcase looks like especially it's basically it's basically a, many... a, hard, a hard case suitcase with um, you know perforations in it for your know, foam perforations for holding you know um, much like you would ship a server or something else Scott. it's basically the same thing except you know the foam well, is cut for wine bottles. So many... basically
0: I... I can convert my Hashicorp. Yes. Dance Dance Revolution suitcase into yes. a wine suitcase is what yeah. you're telling me.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, really good idea. Yes, yeah, just oh. buy, buy the foam and uh, and cut it out to shape. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing
0: that. <laughs> Yay! So, so,
2: two questions How many mm-hmm. bottles does it hold? And is that something you check or do you carry that on? Check it. You have to check
1: you Oh,
0: have yeah, to you, check oh that's right, you can't carry it on. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, right, you're right, right. right. What was yeah, I
1: thinking? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, th- um, they will do, there's two op- two sides of this. They will do a case and they'll do 18 bottles. I think is the max. Uh, it can be a little heavy. It's the only, only thing outside, but, uh, cause it's, yeah. Um, so, but, so I'm gonna have to be creative because I'm going to fill some in the suitcase. I'm going to in my own suitcase and really well pack it. And then, and, and then and you're so. going to
2: have others that you're going to have to drink on the way to the airport. So. So. Yeah. yeah. That could be <laughs> fun. Yeah. So,
1: or, I, or I may have to ship it back and label it as olive oil on the box.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, so I'm really excited about that because there's, there's some good Pachetti there. There's a, there's some good haul there and maybe some other surprises. So we'll see, we'll see what's in the Pachetti bunch. We'll talk about that next week probably. So what was the, what was the priority? Was the
2: priority to go back and get your stuff because of, you know, everyone having to move out of the office
1: because things are closing down or was it to go and get the wine? What, what was the focus? I've been planning a trip to do the wine, but the forcing function was to to get the stuff out of the office, right, uh, and some stuff out of storage. Um, those those had to happen as well. Like I have a TV in storage here that I'm going to ship back um, as, as well because um, it doesn't make, doesn't make any sense. So there's a few things like I wanted to get. So, uh, but the office, the city office is closing, and they're literally leaving the the Peninsula office. So I had to get my literally my gym bag with, I had a gym bag with with running shoes in the office that I had to get out and <laughs> and a jacket and some and some other things. So, yeah, but it was like minor. But it was it was enough minor things that it was worth worth doing well if they don't Uh, if they don't if they don't fit you anymore because you've turned into a runner and you need to get rid of them let me know and i'll pay (laughs) the shipping (laughs) ship that directly over Mm -hmm. here uh, speaking of scott guess what i am gonna wear next week oh god running shoes Yay! okay and why because you're running right well, no, no. There's a specific pair of running shoes I'm talking about. Oh, the pink ones. The pink ones, yes. Yay. Really? Where are you wearing yes. the pink ones? I just want to wear them out running because I think it's not uh, like, yeah, Right?
0: Because yes. it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, correct? It, yes, yes. We so can all wear pink running it should, shoes. It'll be yes, exciting. Sir.
2: I have I have mine, but I, I don't want anything to happen to them. I don't want to wear them down or anything like that. So they're, oh, well. just, they're still in the box in the closet. But no. uh, you, that's right. Yeah, I'll have to break them out and wear them out
1: you got to do it for the gram scott you got to do it for the gram that's it so yep. this
2: is this is like you know the stuff that makes people jealous remember when we got those pink sneakers everybody would mm-hmm. be like where did you
1: guys get the pink sneakers
2: yeah um,
1: but the secret to that was all of us wearing them together yes. So yes it was a thing it was just one if it was just one crazy guy in pink pink sneakers people would be like eh, I don't like you know <laughs>
2: like
1: a, a whole bunch of people in in matching pink sneakers yes
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. Because then people, because then we had, to, I actually had to g- get them for some of the executives who had oh, asked, right? So there was uh, Fidelma. <laughs> Remember, I had to get Fidelma okay. a pair because uh, I didn't want her to feel snubbed. I think we were trying to get something out of her.
0: She actually she fund- wore them though, too. She,
2: she did. Yeah. No, she definitely did. But um, for some, we needed funding for something or permission for something to do some harebrained scheme <laughs> we were thinking of. I don't remember exactly what the details were, but we were trying to butter her up. So we we, we, we let her join the quote-unquote club by getting her the, uh, the pink sneakers. But she was thrilled.
1: Cool. So uh, speaking of tech people, let's go on to our tech topic of the day, which is tech that you have that people always want and people always ask about. I know Melissa's like waiting with bated breath here. To I
0: am so excited about this topic. So,
1: so let's let Melissa go. Then.
0: So this is actually one that I showed to Scott a while ago and you can't get it anymore. So it's, it's extra special, but mine is this Mayo armband thing. And it's a little armband that you wear on, <sighs> on your forearm. And it's amazing for presentations because <laughs> it replaces your clicker and it fits very well under a suit coat or, or a sport jacket. So nobody knows you're wearing it. And what it'll do is it'll detect your mus- muscular motions and allow you to advance slides and control your computer and all that stuff. And it looks like magic. Yeah. So oh I want
1: that. I want that.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. I. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I...
2: I, so I, I have it um, and I and I've used it and Melissa's absolutely right because if you have if you have a you know you can't see it on your sleeve because it fits it's very form fitting right on your on your forearm. So nobody knows how you're actually doing it but there's just certain hand motions. so for it's really good for PowerPoint because mm-hmm. you just kind of tap your fingers together and the slide' will go advance if you want to back up you kind of just wave your hand. Um, there's like a pointer function and And, and a zoom like that.
0: function and, and
2: yeah. And, yeah, and people are always like, and then you know they 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 try to figure out how you're doing it, right? And they always <laughs> for some reason they always think it's like some motion sensor with a camera on the laptop, yeah. right? That's kind of what they go to, but they don't realize it's actually the um, the, the the myo. I haven't used mine in forever. I have not It's it's around here someplace because yeah. when I had to go pack up my stuff, I, I was like, oh boy, I forgot about this thing.
1: How's
0: it spelled? M Y O. And I have an extra I can ship to you because I don't Ooh. think they manufacture them anymore. Got but um,
2: yeah. and it's one of those things where the software uh, it, it gets smarter based on how often you wear it, right? So there's a, a kind of a learning um, period that you have to go through, so it understands you know exactly what your specific movements are. Kind of calibrate it because at the beginning I know it was very confused and it would get kind of out of order and I would have to you know basically pull the USB out of the out of the laptop because it would kind of jam up. But after a while and it gets to and you get a little bit more used to just the, the motions and not doing things too fast or too slow, um, it ends up you know working really well. But it's a it's a I mean it's a good gimmick, right? If you're if you're looking to present and you want to like really mystify people. Uh, and have them, especially if you don't want them focusing on the content. Yeah. Oh, they just, have them, they just have them <laughs> sitting there. Hey, yeah, we've all been there, right? It's like, yeah. oh god, I gotta, I have to present. Especially when you're presenting somebody else's slides, it's like, I don't know what to say to this thing. Uh, I know, I'll do. I'll, I'll do a magic trick. I'll use magic, and that'll like kill half of the time right there. Them trying to figure out how the hell
1: I'm doing this. Yeah. So it is not available. Um, damn. But okay. So if you, I would love an extra one
0: if you have one, I do. I'll send yeah. it to you.
1: I, I I may I may have to trade you for my for my secret one. So okay, we'll see. Yeah. So Scott, what's your must-have gadget?
2: So, so I don't have a a gadget per se. Or I technology. just get like I, I get I use technology um, to basically acquire all of this like stupid stuff. Is basically it right? So you guys know. I'll randomly like, see something and be like, oh God, I have to have that and I'll order it, right? So that's how Colin got his dent puller. That's how <laughs> Melissa got her 2112 album, which I still don't see uh, up on the shelf behind you. I see Dark Side of the Moon. I see, I forget what the other one is over there, but I, I still don't see 2112 um, um, placed anywhere. But that's okay. That's all right. But it's it's random stuff like that. So. I got freaked out the other night because um so you guys are are watching or have watched the um the amazon um prime series the boys right so it's about Mm -hmm. you know these superheroes but they're really not you know nice people they're all kind of villains masquerading as as superheroes and you know it's it was hard to get in for like the first i would say first episode but by you know the second third fourth i was definitely hooked so i blew through all of season one and now i'm on season two and I was watching an episode. Have you guys seen season two? Because I don't want to ruin this for you guys. I am caught up, yes. All right, you're caught up. Melissa, have you seen it? Are you still watching it? I think we lost Melissa temporarily. but So what I did... I'm not
0: caught up yet. Oh, I, you have not will, caught up. I will okay. hit it this weekend now.
2: But uh, are you on any of season... Well, I'll tell you anyway, because you'll see it. It doesn't, it doesn't ruin any of the things related to the, to the plot. But i'm i'm watching it and they're going into a house and as they're going into somebody's house they show the welcome mat at the door right colin i don't know if you remember this but the, the welcome mat says you better have tacos right oh. and it says you better have in small text oh, and then yes. tacos in big text i was yeah. like oh my god i have to have that right yes so I'm, I'm literally watching the show right and this is like maybe 10 seconds after that scene so I grabbed my phone, I hit the Amazon app, and I entered D-O-O, and that's all I needed. And it came up and auto-filled, doormat, you better well, have tacos. Right everybody else top. was searching for
1: it at the same yes. time. Right
2: at the, right yeah. at the top yeah. of the list. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. I was like blown away. And I was like, oh, God. And I just watched Social Dilemma, right? So this is the thing yeah. about you know all these apps, mm-hmm. you know, how they're tracking all – you know the your information to, to not necessarily sell you for advertiser uh, to advertisers, but really to, to to control your behavior and to be able to to pull the levers and push the buttons to make you do things, right? And I'm like, oh my God, this is exactly what happened. They put this stupid mat in <laughs> and it was and it was one of the Amazon ones, right? So it was the one of the ones that they actually source. So I was like, this is it. They're selling millions of these stupid mats. So anyway, I got one. it was twenty five bucks. It's gonna get delivered on Tuesday. <laughs> Um, nice. But that, but like again, it's an example of just like this random stuff that you get, and you only get it because in the past you you wouldn't know where to go. I mean, where would I go to find a you know a a, a welcome mat that that says you better have tacos? But mm-hmm. you know, uh, three letters in, and it came right up, and it
1: was like it was amazing. So. I wonder, I wonder if that was product placement or just someone saw it and thought it would be cool. Uh, it
2: had it, it had to have been it, it had to have been. Because when you see it, it's like, oh, that's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. And and you're gonna want one, and they, they they have it right in there. And I'm sure they know I'm watching the show, and they I'm sure they know what episode mm-hmm. I'm on and how far I'm in, and they probably just mm-hmm. push it out. I'm surprised I didn't get
1: uh, in a, an yeah. alert. To oh, because right, cause, me. right cause, well, it's an Amazon Prime show, duh. So yeah, yeah, duh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't think, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, hold on. Speaking of uh, the boys. Uh, you guys cannot steal this idea. I just because mm-hmm. I've just been too lazy this week to get around to do it. I really want to post a, a picture of myself drinking Fresca.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> do it. I, I, do like, it. I can't do else, it. So. anybody else suddenly
1: it. have a anybody else suddenly have a craving for Fresca, <laughs> like mm. just to see like it's. A, I don't know what what's up with the Fresca and the Church of Collective, but Church of the Collective. But yeah. Yeah. No. So, I don't. I don't... So my jealous, but they, all, they always drink it. Remember, there's like all those subtle mentions, hey, would you like a Fresco? Would you like a Fresco? <laughs> um, but um, so my first get tech that people always ask about is called a Wi-Fi Porter. Um, it's it's a wood block that has an NFC chip in it that is coded with your, router inf- uh, your Wi-Fi router information. So it has your um, SSID and password coded in it. And when you tap your phone on it, it auto logs you into your Wi-Fi network. Nice. And so it is, I, I have it and I keep it by the front door. And when people ask for it I say just go up and tap it and it always blows them away. I think you know, I think the use case was for really it was designed for like Airbnbs and stuff like that. You know, if we could you know go in the room and touch it. But it, it's a wood block. They come in a light wood and a dark wood with, with a a stainless steel Wi Fi, you know, symbol on it. they're really they they look really nice. That's so the Wi Fi porter, but not bad, forty bucks. Um, and it, always, it saves, you know, having to um, have to pass the passwords. out. I mean, by the way, the, the share, the login feature, you know, on the on iOS works great. You know, if, if you're logging in and you're near me, it'll automatically right. prompt you to see the passwords yep. So that's great. Yep. But, you know, there are those green bubble people who come over. There are some people who, who you don't have in your contacts, et cetera, that doesn't work with. And so this is an easy one. Hey, just go up and, you know, tap it so you, you configure it. And then you just go up and tap it and, and automatically log in. It's great because it's, it's used NFC. So it's both cool from that point of view. Um, but it's also um, it's also just really really handy the other thing that they do is they give so it works with most modern phones that NSC chips and for older phones they give you on the back they print a QR code and you can scan the QR code to log in too and I didn't know you could do that like so had I done that I just printed a QR code and put it on the wall no that would have been tacky <laughs> having a stylish piece of, of, of wood that, that you can tap to do but yeah so everyone's always blown away by that it's always something that you know that people ask about when I, you know, and so it's always like, yo, yeah, well, what's the Wi Fi password? You don't need to just tap here. That's
0: yeah, super no, that's cool. a I totally that, want
1: one. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one, especially yeah. if you're having people come over, right? It'd be like, oh, yeah. put this up yeah. there. They're yeah. like, hey, join
1: the network. And then just mm-hmm. do that, and they'll think, you know, you're a genius. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always impressive. Again, it's to the point, it's, it's no wires. It's sort of interesting. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's just impressive from a presentation point of view and just sort of a really piece of useful technology. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: Anyone have any other ones that th- that people that they always get asked about?
0: I have one that I anticipate being asked about, but no one's asked me yet. Oh, no what is um, it? I I recently discovered this bath mat where if it gets wet, it, it, in the spirit of it being October officially, when it gets wet, it turns red like blood. Ooh! And looks like you know a murder or something has happened in your bathroom Mm. right so when you step out of the shower you get like footprints and drippings and and all that stuff and it's and it's red until it's dry that's cool well it's like
1: the (laughs) we're gonna date ourselves here it's like those color wave shirts yeah remember those (laughs) the the t-shirts that changed color when they got hot or sweaty yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's awesome
2: Yeah, they have bathing suits that do that. I've seen those advertised. Really? Those are cool. Well, when they get wet. When they get wet, yeah, they'll change colors. They'll change colors. The one thing that I have, and I actually have to upgrade it, is I got a a can crusher, right? (laughs) So I have this can crusher, but it's a manual one, so there's a lever on it, and you have to put the can in, and you basically push it down, and you, you crush the can. So if you have... Lots of cans, and we recycle everything here, so it, it really helps reduce the volume because, like, you know, it's a it's a tenth of the space of what it would be for cans. And now with it, with it being football season and having people over, um, you know, the, the quickly, you know, there's a large amount of cans that that build up. So um, I've been using the can crusher just to um, save space, and it's it's fun. It's very satisfying to put it in there and to be able to basically yeah. cram the lever down and crush it. Oh yeah, it feels good. But they have powered ones, so I think my next thing is going to get a powered one so I don't have to actually use any strength or any physical sort of um, motion to do it. I could just hit a button and have it automatically crush. I think that would be a fun one as well. So, But everybody wants to play with it. At least crush one can because, again, it's a
1: very satisfying kind of a feeling. Interesting. Yeah.
0: What about you, Colin? Do you have
1: any well, others? I do have another, but I want to talk. I want to go offline. I want to talk about one that I'm sort of disappointed in, and
0: mm-hmm. I want to see
1: if, if I'm equally disappointed in because it was something that I that I thought was going to be hot and people would ask me about, and I find I don't use it much and people really don't ask me about it.
0: Hmm.
1: And that's the tile. Okay. Remember, t- you know, t- I mean, yeah, t- the, t- yeah, the little
0: tracking device. Tracking for... You're
1: supposed to put everything. Yeah, we give we give them around at, at, at you know conferences and everything else. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: they always seem so cool and you always I always pick them up, but I um, I never use them. Actually, what would you yeah. track? You're supposed to put them on like keys. your keys, etc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your wallet. You Put one in your wallet. It, it gives you, you know, the location of, of all those devices in case you misplaced them.
0: Kids favorite teddy bear, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have. I don't use any
2: keys anymore. Everything is basically, you know, just a combination or an app to to start it or mm-hmm. or to move it. So I don't have to ever worry about, um, you know, losing losing keys anymore. I have to remember what the passwords are for everything, like the codes. Yeah. So maybe that's you know.
0: Maybe that's probably, it.
2: Yeah, it could be. It could be. Maybe that's what I should yeah. do. Is just write it all down and put it someplace and put the tracker where I have the list of all of my passwords.
1: So if I lose my passwords, the tracker will tell me where it is.
0: Oh, mercy, Scott.
1: (laughs) That could be a good one. Yeah. And the the other one, the other one that is in the second is because they don't do it anymore. Um, But for me, it was the one that always blew people away. Um, And I I really wish someone would bring it back. Um, It was was a way to control your hue lights (gasps) based on what you were watching. Um, So sci-fi used to do it and call it sci-fi sync for, their, for, for the, their marquee shows. And so you would load up the sci-fi app and start playing your show and I guess it would use you know um, audio recognition or some you know, hidden codes in the, in the broadcast to know where you are. Mm-hmm. And it would immediately change your lights to match what was shown on screen.
0: Or To go wow. with what was
1: shown on screen, so like, you know, cool. when you when you're in space, all the lights are dark, so it's completely dark. And then when you're in the ship, you know, and there's like a you know a, like a, a reddish glow. There's a reddish glow in the room, so it's like you're in the like in the ship as well. So it's really sort of matching the lighting, or, or suiting the lighting that's being shown on the show. And I, that was always cool and it blew people away. And um and, and they do they stopped doing it, and I think they need to come up with an, an app to do that because it's really really cool. Going especially back to especially
0: now, if, like yeah. now that we're all home watching stuff, that'd be mm-hmm. amazing.
1: Was it yeah. was it like was it like in real time, basically? Like Yeah, real time, yeah. Real yeah. time yeah. Yeah. and I tested because you know I me, mean? I'm trying to figure out how it works. It's like, oh, let me start and stop it, let me rewind it, you know. <laughs> let's let's you know yeah. let's come back to it in twenty minutes and it, it always synced up. So it must be something that it was you know the app was detecting um, you know, through listening to a microphone or something. That was back in the day before you had to give everything permission and knew what it was doing. So yeah. That's,
0: That's really cool. Nice.
1: Yeah, it was, it was super cool. It was super great. Yeah, you're right. And so, yeah, actually, so if we're gonna pay twenty bucks for Mulan, we should um, we should have the lights match it as well. Absolutely. And it was forty bucks for Mulan. Was for it? Oh, Maybe oh. it's probably twenty.
2: It's probably twenty now. I'll have to look it up and see.
1: <laughs> I'll send them an yeah. email asking my mm-hmm.
2: nineteen ninety nine back. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so speaking of, has everybody seen the trailer of *Dune: Mandalorian*? Oh, not
0: yet, but I need to immediately. Yes.
1: yes. I did see it, yes. I, yes. I
0: already know I'm going to see it, so I yeah. haven't watched the trailer, but I yeah. feel like I should. Yes.
2: I can't did wait. see it because it played during, I think, one of the football games. Oh. So they, hmm. they played it, yeah. Yep. Yep. So I know I know I saw it. I know Baby Yoda plays a big role in it, but we're not that far away. We're only, what, end of the month now. We're after, 30, yep, we're,
1: we're less than 30 days away, yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Can't wait.
2: Yeah, no, that'll be fun. I got a couple more episodes of the boys that I have to get through. I don't think they have the final. The final, there's a couple episodes that aren't available yet because they release them. I forget what day of the week. but Friday. It's so. Friday, yeah. So
1: I have mm-hmm. a, a couple that I haven't um, burned through yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you guys watching um, Raised by Wolves?
0: Yes. I just started this week and so far, amazing.
1: Yeah. Which one's that on? It's on Amazon. HBO Max. Or, or... Yeah, okay, HBO.
0: Max. My bad. Okay.
1: Yeah. And it's it's Ridley Scott. Yeah.
0: And it's it so is
1: good. it is so good. And one and just go into it knowing it's going to be well paced. Let's put it that way, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. There's not. It's going to be a slow developing story with a lot of focus on characters, but it's going to be freaking good. Yes. Um, and um, I didn't know who did it, and I was watching it, and there's that scene where the android gets injured, and the mm-hmm. android starts you know, dripping white fluid, and I was like, that's a total rip-off of aliens, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's on the credits, I was like, oh, it's Ridley Scott, he, <laughs> yeah. he can rip himself off, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No doubt, right? He's entitled to that, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's really well done, and, and well filmed, and it's just, yeah, sort of, yeah, it's insane.
0: Yeah, and, and the characters, even the androids are pretty, they pull you in.
1: Yeah. But the problem is, there are no characters that I really like. yeah. It's a whole set of characters where I'm like, oh yeah, I sort of, you know, oh yeah, but no, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Even the kid, the kid I want to smack. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Mm. So, Scott, the premise is that um, Earth has been um, ruined by religious wars, and two groups of, two small groups of colonists make it off to the same planet, Kepler 22b. And. They have to sort of get along and live, and you know, after
2: some the, interesting the only, circumstances happen. And the only difference between them is their religious beliefs. Correct, yes, yeah. and there's an yeah.
0: implication that there may be other religions as well. Yeah. They just haven't made it to that planet. Yeah.
2: Ooh, that sounds good.
1: Yeah. And so yeah, so it's really, and so there's some, there's some, yeah, there there are two androids who are who are two of the main characters, and then there's you know. A bunch of kids who they raise from scratch and then there's the, the the religious colonists who have their kids and so it's it's really interesting interesting well done
0: yeah very very cool feels unique Yep. we'll see where it goes
1: and it's also shot very it's oversaturated the right word it's very you know this it's a harsh light so it sort of looks like almost like you know you took an image and you you set us the the contrast slider low so that, you know, there's a lot of, you know, harsh cold light in it and it looks, it looks alien. It's really well done just by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, really well done. It's just, it's just, it, 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 takes itself slow. It's, it's, it's going for the long haul. So that's nice. Got it. I'll have to put
2: that on to my, yeah. uh, to my ever growing list of mm-hmm. things that I yep. will have to watch. And uh, I won't buy the episodes this time because, as Melissa pointed out, it's actually less expensive than to just subscribe to the service. So it'll be yet another service. service so I yeah. might, well, I might wait until I watch all the Mandalorians and I, you know, shut down yeah.
1: Disney, Disney Plus again and yeah. switch back to that one. So I can maybe I'll go ahead
0: and do that. Yeah, makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, whatever. I had some HBO subscription. Um, yeah, speaking of of branding and naming, like their services were confusing. Right, because they had Still HBO are. Go, HBO Now, and now HBO Max.
0: I think um, HBO Max is the thing now, though. Like, yes. I think that's what they're settling on. Yeah,
1: that's what they're settling on, right, yeah. And so, but they took one of, I had one of them, they converted my other subscription to that.
0: Yeah, we had so a Go that, that got converted.
1: Yeah, I think I think it was Go that converted it. Yeah. Um, can't remember what, yeah. one one was sort of a companion and one was one was um, a separate subscription. But yeah, I had it because I was, um, you know, for obviously for Game of Thrones. Yep. Um, and so that got converted, so not okay. bad. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, anything else going on in folks' tech lives? Anything else cool that people have seen?
2: Well, I think this is, you know, we're we're getting into that part of the season where it's, you know, a whole bunch of tech conferences
1: going on. Mm-hmm. So
2: it's, uh, you know, it's kind of it's bittersweet because these used to be, you know, physical events, so you mm-hmm. can go to these things and you see you each know, other. Yep we'll see each other and just, you know, be involved and get to present and, you know, do all the, you know, the, the, fun stuff. And now it's, it definitely has kind of a, different feel with it being, you know, virtual. So, you know, we'll see how that goes, but, um, you know, hopefully, you know, this time next year when, you know, some of these things are going on, they'll hopefully be back to doing the physical events again, because I think, you know, it's, it's better to be able to get people actually there and have more focus and attention and, you know,
0: yeah, and,
2: and just the you know the networking piece of that because I think that's a big reason why people go to these conferences is you know obviously to to get the information and find out you know what's new and what's happening and you know talk to some of the you know the, the subject matter experts about a particular technology. Mm-hmm. So that was you know, always cool, but it's always just meeting people, you know, whether it be people that getting the inside
0: scoop too, right? Like not just what people are talking about on stage, but okay, how does this really work in that one-on-one conversation in the hallway? Yeah. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, and that's, that's not the, something not, you
0: can yeah. get digitally. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even
1: the, you know, sort of the side conversation that you, that you wouldn't have thought of. You know, it's like, oh, wow, that's interesting. You know, something you know, would have approached you. Right? It's like, oh, they're doing this, and it's really interesting. So, you know, things that you wouldn't have gone into a virtual event looking for because you're not having those sort of side or back conversations.
2: Yeah, yeah and, and it's little things. You don't even have like the food to complain about anymore, right? <laughs> oh my God, the dinner last night was Ugh. terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, if you
0: complain about the food, it's your fault, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's true,
1: that's true. You made a tactical error, for, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said I'm not, I'm, I'm not thrilled with the whole virtual. I think you know, I'm, there's a lot of things you can do virtually. I think, um, I think, the, um, the the conference setting really doesn't translate. Well, no, you're, you're, I, I you're, agree.
0: But... I think I think people who are looking to make digital conferences a permanent thing are are making a serious error. Um, I know they're expensive, but man, just getting that one-to-one FaceTime in a reasonable time zone and a reasonable Mm -hmm. kind of bubble is so valuable. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think you can get like some of the on-demand knowledge and stuff I think can can work well digitally, right? You can do that. But, you know, all those other things that you go to a conference for, you're not going to get. And it's really mm-hmm. hard that that socializing, the networking, the you know the informal learning, the the backstories, the you know the the scuttlebutt, and you know the 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 drama and excitement you can't manufacture that up, you know on video easily.
0: Yeah, right. and just the emotional connection mm-hmm. with the experiences we create at these conferences it's it's remarkable. Yeah.
2: So anyway, so that's been going on. So that's this you know stuff this week, and then this stuff coming up in the you know the next couple of weeks. Of- you know, those will be the things that'll be kind of taking, uh, you know, prominence in terms of things that, you know, I know at least I'll be working on. But we'll get through it. We always do.
0: Yeah, same. I've been in conference planning mode. Our conference is in mid-October, so we're we're running with that. But, yeah, I saw an ad for IBM Storage today, which Ooh. kind of blew me away. I didn't think that was a thing anymore. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs>
1: herzog has gotta have a job.
0: Yeah. So Cheers to that. Yeah.
2: What was the, um, what where was the ad placed? Where did you actually see the ad?
0: In a, a tech news article?
2: Oh, was it so it was an online ad?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Not too bad. Yeah, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean they're around. They're actually I always think they're the low hang everyone talks about like, you know, NetApp sort of being in trouble I'm like IBM's a low hang for Right. They're just you know, they're just they're just you know toot- tootling along just doing the bare minimum to keep that portfolio going
0: yeah it's so. amazing i didn't even realize they still had one to be honest mm-hmm. i thought they pivoted all toward cloud and mm-hmm. watson mm-hmm.
1: Yep. they're still doing some of that they're still you know people still want on prem again remember yeah you know, they probably they probably they sell to a lot of people who buy other things from ibm like mainframe so there's probably a yeah. pretty conservative base there right if, you- if you've been buying ibm you're generally conservative
0: <laughs> fair
1: so yeah, good point. Yeah, it's also a selection bias there. Yeah,
0: hmm.
1: yeah. but yeah, we are, we are not doing a conference. ours was supposed to be, our physical one was supposed to be in October in Vegas, and we decided just to cancel it and not all do all it and, and do a, yeah and, and wait and do something interesting some you know some virtual road some road shows where you can do socially distanced stuff in the in the in the spring when, or in the new year when people are might be more willing to to you know venture out.
0: Sounds reasonable. I think
1: but, there's you know, going
2: to be a, a whole hangover with the, all the you know just these virtual yeah. meetings at some point in time
0: because, I, mean, I think there already is, yeah. Oh
2: god, it's just a grind. It's like, you know, you get up in the morning and, you know, it's just one after the other and it's like it, it just keeps coming and it's like, all right, now what? Yeah.
0: But when it's you interesting do so many Zoom calls like do you really want to jump on a virtual conference?
2: Yeah. It's I just well know. that's yeah, that's it. And then just the, the day itself it seems to be, you know, it's there's it's not like There seems to like be less structure around the day. It's mm-hmm. like you know sometimes the day starts at eight, some day the day starts at noon, right? Depending on what's going on. But then the end of the day, right? Some days the day ends at you know five, six o'clock. Some days it's you know ten, eleven o'clock, and you're just working on something. You just kind of yeah. keep on going. So the, there's well, a there's a slider that kind of just yeah. changes the whole time zone around.
1: Well, did I tell you my theory on this? That, so I think the fact that, you know, you, it, we've all worked remotely, right? We've all done that, you know, so yeah. we've always, always been able to do it, but there was always a portion of the companies we worked at that worked in the office.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Right. You know, 50, 25, whatever happens to be, you know, 75, there there's a portion that worked in the office, no matter how big or small it was. And that portion set the rhythm of the day.
0: Yes. Uh, Absolutely. You know, because
1: because they were a bulk of people who sort of, you know, so all signed on at eight thirty and all signed off at four thirty, right? And sort of, you know, so you sort of right. And I think what has happened is that rhythm is gone because everybody's yes. signing on and off whenever they want. And so, you know, you know, some people are getting up early and you get that email at six AM and when you wake up at, at six thirty and you check your email for the first thing, there's an email and you dive right into it to, to solve it. Or someone like me is, you know, doing work at seven or eight o'clock at night sending stuff and people are responding and so it's just because the rhythm is gone. There's no metronome for the day, and so people are, are struggling with you know how, building their own rhythm. And I think and part of the things that you need to do is you need to build your own rhythm and say, hey, if something comes in past you know a time when I wouldn't normally be working or I don't want to be working, I'm not going to do it, right? I'm just going to let that play. Just because someone else is working late or someone else is working early doesn't mean you have to.
2: Well, so it's even – so here's a true story, right? So I, I have – I'm working with somebody for something that they need for Monday, and – You know, it was like, oh, well, we should get together before, you know, the end of the week to just kind of take a run through, make sure we have everything, whatever. Um, And they tried to set something up for tomorrow being Friday, Friday afternoon. I've got an appointment in the afternoon, so I I can't do it. It's like, well, I can't do it Friday. Um, Nothing works. I was like, listen. Saturdays, you know, I I have an hour on Saturday in the morning. If you know, like ten o'clock, I'm not doing anything.
0: So no, to, to no, no not, you're bad. No, why? You're mad. But no. why? No. Uh, all right. Because
1: well. it's a slippery slope, right?
2: It I mean, is a slippery slope.
1: I, mean, I, 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 you know, I I you know I went through a phase in my 20s and 30s where I worked week you know several hours on weekends, and I stopped Same. that. And and you got to have time to recharge. You got to have time to yourself. You got to have time for your family and. You know, you just have to have whatever the boundaries are. You have to have them, and so weekends should be sacrificing, particularly Saturday. Yeah,
2: but to me, it's like it's do you try and force something in, or just you know, it's not like it's a it's a heavy duty thing. It's not like it's real work. It's just kind of a click through, and just make sure you know there aren't any questions or anything like that. So it's not like it's this big thing, but just scheduling wise, it's just a lot more convenient to do it. You know, on a weekend. I don't know. You're probably right. I'll probably regret it,
1: but. That's where I'll be. Well, and, and you know, just make sure they're not in France, right? Do yeah. you know why I bring that up? Why? Because it is now illegal in France to send email after hours. Oh,
0: <gasps> That's amazing. Yes.
1: yes. yes. I didn't
2: so, know
0: that. Like half yeah. my company would be gone right yeah. now if that were the case. Thank goodness for, for scheduled email, but cheese.
2: Yeah. yeah, but not everybody, not all countries have the same weekends. Like, So if you go to, like, so I remember when I was in Dubai, right? Yeah, Friday, Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, the Middle Saturday East is Friday, is Friday and weekend. Saturday, yeah. yeah. And Sunday's a work day. And it was just yeah. like, wait a minute, work? What's, it's Sunday,
1: right? And it was just, yeah, but I mean,
2: yeah. We all time. know.
1: We're all used to getting those e- emails from Israel on, on Sunday. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Why, why is so much storage based in Israel? I was wondering that the other day. A recruiter reached out to me, and it was for a startup that's based—you know, tech is based in Israel. And it's like, oh, really? <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, the Israelis
0: are just yeah. gangbusters on engineering new tech. I swear. Yeah. yeah, but um,
1: but yeah, so it's um, yeah, so no, I'm no weekends and no, you know, and figure. I'm not saying you, you know, figure out your own hours, right? Work your own hours and stick to them, and then and, and hold that schedule. So you you need your own rhythm because that external rhythm isn't there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, it,
2: it, it, it. there's no like feel in terms of that, you know, the, the, the structure is definitely gone and it's just like, it's just, I don't know, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a different feeling. It, it, I think I, I know that there are people that struggle with it because it's like, well, you know, everything gets to be kind of lumpy where there are days where there's like a lot going on. So they're really busy days and then there are days that, you know, it's, it's a lot more quiet and it's like, well, what do I, what am I working on next? Right. Well, so, um, oh, I haven't had any of those.
0: Okay. I, I, <laughs> I could use I, some of those, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually considering implementing a week or at least three days of a week a month where there are no meetings allowed. Just no meetings. Yeah. Just yeah. so I can get stuff done. Because otherwise, I my, my working hours set in kind of, um, in addressing the establishing boundaries and rhythms, my working hours are six to four. There are two 30-minute blocks in there where I have to do something about lunch and managing children because otherwise people won't even allow you a bathroom break. Like, my meetings are back-to-back-to-back back, back, back every day. <laughs> and it's like, well, I could do all these cool things, but I'm in meetings all the time. So, so I'm thinking about doing, like, a week a month or at least three consecutive days a month where I have absolutely no meetings and no one can mess with me. So nice. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's doable, we'll see, but I'm gonna try.
1: Yeah, so the, uh, speaking of techniques, there are two things I'm, I'm doing. One related to meeting-free stuff, which is um, I have I have designated that election day is a meeting-free day. Nice. And I've encouraged my peers to do that for their teams as well. So that way people can go out and vote or do whatever they need to do. We don't get it as a holiday in the U.S., even though we should,
0: mm-hmm. but I'm
1: gonna make it a meeting-free day. I'm gonna decline every fricking meeting that comes in that and push it out, yeah. there you go yeah and the second one is um i decided to hold office hours
2: that's actually a good idea i like that
1: i I block i block on my calendar and i send it to my entire team as an as a non-blocking you know free event right Mm -hmm. um three times a week and it's like hey there are three half hours a week you know monday wednesday friday you can grab me first come first serve for whatever you need so you know if you need something immediate and you just want to talk and rather than wait to the next one-on-one or try and you know you know, wait till I respond to some email, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, know that there is, you know, you know, within at least 48 hours is a chance to sit down and have a conversation and work through something quickly. Nice. Because again, that, that also substitute for what, you know, you could have done sort of face-to-face in a room with people, you know, as well. So it's sort of a, yeah, so I think that's big, one of my best practices that I'm adopting going forward.
0: That's a really good idea. Yeah.
2: That's a good one. We're trying, so we're, here and where I am, you know, the, the state's opening up. We're moving into a new phase on Monday where they're going to start opening up more of the venues. They're going to start uh, increasing the amount of occupancy that they'll allow into a, you know, a particular restaurant. They're going to start allowing things like live entertainment. So it's not quite normal, but it's getting back to normal. But I would like to, you know, get everybody together or just pick a location and have everybody just kind of physically go out because i mean we haven't seen people since you know march right and you Mm -hmm. know it it, it's like crazy when you think you know that's half a year since you've seen people i mean you interact with them on on a daily basis but it used to be you know the thursday night hey we're all going to you know lab q Everyone would you know head on down and you know hang out for for a couple of hours and you know and it would be great because then you could see people and you could you know I mean, there was, was a social aspect to it, but, you know, as I always say, not all great ideas come from windowless conference rooms on South Street, right? So sometimes it's good mm-hmm. to get out and get into a, just a different location and talk about some of the stuff. So um, I, I would like to do that and get that planned um, as we get into, you know, the, uh, the fall timeframe and, and, you know, things start to hopefully get a little bit more normalized in terms of what people can and cannot do. So for the next episode, so Yep, we're at the
1: top of the hour and Scott, <laughs> you're hosting, right?
2: Yep. I I I am hosting, and so I I uh, have been thinking about this over the the last couple of days in terms of you know what what we would do around wine selection and the uh, the, the discussion topic around technology. The wine was easy because I'm gonna make you guys drink Pinot Noir with me. So we're gonna okay. pick a we're gonna pick a, a Pinot Noir. I tried. To, I was trying to order stuff off of um, off of the website that I've been using. I won't name who it is, mm-hmm. but they've been having issues with the website not being able to uh, to take orders, which is insane. So, and I don't want to run into a situation where I'm gonna say I'll send something out and then Melissa doesn't get hers again because there's always some problem with yeah. it going into. But I'll, I'll see if I can get something done tomorrow. I can find um, a good
0: Pinot. Um, all right, you I'm can on the find it. Yeah, right. she's in, P- yeah. in Pinot right. Land. Oregon right. has amazing yeah. Pinots, by the way. Yeah. All right, okay. So now out. I won't. Now and I, and I won't. I'm pretty sure, the... sure in my suitcase there will be a Pinot. Okay. Yes. All right, and it's a, a and, be all
2: right. and, and again because it's it's my pick. We're good, we're doing nothing outrageous. This is like a you know a twenty dollar bottle, right? Is what will, what will be what we'll all be drinking. But but that will be nice. But the 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 tech topic. What I wanted to talk about was. Um, examples of technology are things that you're using that have really changed your behavior right mm-hmm. and and part of the part of the reason where i got the, part of where i got that idea from was watching uh, that netflix documentary um social dilemma where they talk about you know the um, um the social media um sites and in how their goal isn't necessarily to put advertisement in front of you because that's what everybody thinks it is is they're selling your eyeballs to advertisers that's in fact not what they're motivated by they're motivated by getting you to change your behavior that's ultimately what they're what they're trying to do now that could be you know um you know, ordering something that that you saw as kind of a whim right so yeah okay they, they're making you buy something, but there are also advertisers that are trying to get you to think a different way or think a certain way that aligns to whatever it is. So it's not just product placement. There are other things going on in terms of how they're trying to, to influence you. So I thought it would be good to talk about some of the technology that you're using that um, you know changes your behavior. Right for me you know the obvious example is things like you know Amazon and being able to order stuff and never having to go into a physical store because I can hit a button at you know seven o'clock at night and before you know eleven o'clock in the morning the thing is going to roll in. So it's literally there faster than if I were to get up in the morning and go drive to yeah. a store and actually buy it. But there's there's other ones. So my, my my kids are starting to get a little bit older and you know I'm thinking about um, you know at some point in time you know, they're going to be old enough to drive and driving a car is way different. But just just in my car alone, the fact that you have 360 degree cameras, right, completely changes the way because we went out over the weekend and I had to do uh, a parallel parking job in this really, really tight spot. And, you know, back in the day, you know, we were all good at parallel parking because you, you did it all the time, but now your skills aren't as, great as they used to be because you you you, you rely more on the cameras and being able to see what's going on and so you know you you'll, you'll get into areas or spaces that um you, know, you may not have tried to in the past because they would have been too tight and you did not want to hit the curb especially if there's yeah. you know people dining right there on the sidewalk
1: yeah, yeah. And... it's not just the cameras but you also have the radar mm-hmm. that tells you how far you know it's so, mm-hmm. yeah Um,
2: There's there's actually a a button that you can push, and it'll automatically park for Uh yourself. I I haven't figured that one out yet, but I'm I'm, I'm way behind on that one. You haven't tried that one in yours, (laughs) Melissa? Did that work? No,
0: I will not try it. I will not try it. I refuse. I I also won't try the trailer one, which is supposed to be equally amazing because I'm stubborn, and I'm like, I do not (laughs) want to lose this skill. (laughs) The
2: problem with the trailer one, because I've tried to use it, is it takes a long time to set up. Because it needs to know what the trailer is, how big it is, how far, all of that stuff. I was like, I don't know how far this thing is. So I, I ended up not using it just because it was, it was too hard to use. But that, that would be, the, that's the topic is, you know, examples of, you know, things that, you know, we, we use today that changed the way we used to do it in, in the past. And, yeah. You know, the cameras. Or, or,
1: or even, I'm going to put some words in your mouth, sort of, it's sort of discontinuous with how you did things in the past. Yeah. Not just change, but you couldn't go back even. Right. You know, it's hard to go back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I can think of some for those, yep. So Pinot and Discontinuity it is. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, oh, and we got to take, hang on, we got to take our picture. Oh, We've we, we, we 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 to do... take the selfie, yeah, yeah
1: hold on. Yep, oh, yeah. shit, hang on. i am going to pour. Yeah, yeah i gotta, All I'll, right. top, I'll top off here a little bit, hold on, and then you get to see my lovely cup. Is that a red Solo cup? No, it's a paper, a it's paper cup. It's the
0: obligatory <laughs> hotel cup.
2: Yay! Yes, Alright, you gotta hold yours up, Melissa. There we go. Okay, cheers.
0: Cheers.
1: Cheers. Got it. Yeah. No, I didn't want to have glasses here, so
0: Yeah. Coolio. And we should cool. probably wrap, Coolio. huh?
1: All right. We should wrap. Yep, episode yep,
0: twenty one in the
2: bag. <laughs> yep. We yes. are now
1: of
0: legal drinking age.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, so that... Yes, the podcast can drink along with us. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, We enjoyed having you, and we enjoy your patronage from week to week. And, yes, we look at the stats, and we love seeing you tune in. Um, And, um, you know, please try the wines that we're trying. We do these out of the love of our hearts. And even though we said we wouldn't share these, there's nothing stopping you from going and buying your own. Um, and um, and shame on Melissa for sharing technology that none of us can buy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to convince her. Uh, my my technology that in, in, it. in,
2: in all fairness, money. I already I already owned it. So,
1: yeah, so <laughs> okay. yeah, cool. but anyhow, thank you very much. Uh, and so I'm I'm going to wrap up. so good tech, good wine. I'll pass it over to you, Scott.
0: Peace out,
2: everybody. Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.